0: bringing them into their organization. It's a perfect segue because Ken Hitchcock is on the line. So we can ask a head coach in the league yeah. where he would stand on that. Here he is, the head coach of the St. Louis Blues. How you doing, Ken?
1: I'm good. I'm good, thanks.
0: Um, we were just talking. Uh, we are having a conversation with Matt Stajan, actually, and we were talking about how Stajan, really smart player, maybe not the fastest guy in the world, but gets a job done because of his smarts. And Noodles was, you know, throwing out that, that conversation would you rather a guy with blazing speed who's not the smartest player in the world or a guy who maybe isn't as fast but is you know loaded with hockey smarts um, as a coach what's your preference
1: well it it's a league of speed um, now but to me hockey sense is everything um, you know with, if the game is, can slow down in a player's head, he's going to make good plays at the right time more often than not. Um, I would say hockey sense. But, but hockey sense is a little bit uh, different for different aspects. So you, having hockey sense and not being very competitive doesn't help you because uh, you, you kind of need the game to slow down so you can compete. But when you get those guys that see the ice well and then have – really good competitive instincts that's like goal those those players can play a long time
2: hitch i was watching last night on your website the, you know the behind the scenes uh, look of the coaching staff meeting and you know one topic that came up and and you know where you were quite adamant uh, in, in discussing it with your staff was the three on three in overtime and and how that's obviously going to get you guys points and change the game a little bit uh, can you elaborate you know your thought process and how you know you guys will will view that moving forward
1: well, what happened was we had the prospect stuff in July, and we scrimmaged the kids the first day, and it was four on four, and there wasn't a scoring chance in 20 minutes. And um, it was, quite frankly, boring. So the next day we said, why don't we try this thing three on three, like like it was going to happen in the National Hockey League, and that's, let's change ends, let's have it as similar to the second period and what's going to happen in overtime. Well, there were seven goals scored in the span of 15 minutes. And, you know, if you were looking at five-minute periods, the games were all over in a minute. And what was really amazing to me, none of the goals were in-zone goals. They were all little mistakes on changes, little mistakes on trying to get off the ice, a guy literally, literally stumbling coming out of the gate and they were all made on on-man rushes. And then we started talking about strategy. and the strategies are so deep on this because it's, you know, how you get your players on and off the ice is going to be critical. And then we started talking to guys, and some of the guys in the American League, where they placed their players on the bench and where they changed from on the bench became really critical. So we're going to put it in training camp, guys. We're going to put it in kind of every day for a little bit just to get a really good read. But if it's anything like the prospect's games were and what I just saw a couple times in Traverse City, it doesn't look like the game is going to go very long before there's an unbelievable scoring chance.
2: So you're guaranteeing me, Hitch, that you can't come up with some kind of system to turn this into? Because I said as soon as I came in, somebody's going to come up with some way to make this boring and and some kind of defensive system. That You're going to guarantee me that can't happen.
1: Well, <laughs> there you go, Neil. Uh, you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have completely different systems in the D zone. Yeah. Some guys are gonna play man on man. Some guys are gonna play zone. Some guys are gonna play like they are in PK. I'm not sure how much you're gonna get in zone. I, you can't stop what's going on in the ice. Yeah. Um, look, I, I, you know, we've got a goalie in, in Jake Allen who he can come out to the top of circles and handle bucks. You know, so the inclusion of the goalie is going to give you odd man rushes. I, I just don't see any way that you can prevent two-on-ones from happening. And uh, I think there's going to be a lot of odd man rushes, which is going to be exciting for the fans. The long change is everything. And uh, the long change is, puts you in a really tough spot getting your players on and off the ice.
2: Are you automatically going to have a D-man out there with every unit? Or have you thought about that at all? Yeah, we, we've
1: got the three guys, uh, Petro, uh, Shattenkirk and Bowmeister, all who are smart fluid skating guys that can really move. Um, but I, I would almost guarantee it's going to be two forwards and one D-man 90% of the time. The other thing we talked about guys was that, uh, you know, this is going to force defensemen into taking face-offs also. So you're going to have, you know, depending on how a team sets up on a face-off play, you might even have defensemen taking these on face-offs here a little bit.
0: That'd be different. That'd be cool. Yeah. And I think that would freak out most coaches at, uh, at the same time. Uh, we're chatting with the head coach of the St. Louis Blues, Ken Hitchcock. Um, Noodles mentions this um, piece that's up on the website, blues.com, called uh, the coaching blueprints where it's an all-access thing. You and the coaches kind of round-tabling it, and that's where this three-on-three discussion went public. Um, I think this is a great idea. As a fan, I'm always seeking more access. Uh, I love the idea of getting behind the scenes and having players and coaches miked. Um, where do you stand on that and how far you're willing to go with it?
1: Well, I think, first of all, what was on the cutting room floor. Thank God it's on the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think I think you have to do this stuff. I think it's access that people want. I think it's... Knowledge that people want. I think they want, they're going to invest their money with you, uh, and they're going to invest in the team emotionally and, and financially. You need to give them the access. I mean, you, uh, you don't want to get into critiquing players in front of people. Well, we know the closed door stuff that goes on between coaches and players and stuff like that, but people want information. They want knowledge. And quite frankly, we owe it to them. And, and especially, here in the United States where you're, the game sells itself in Canada, but in the United States, you've got to sell the game. You've got to work hard to sell the game and allowing people to have access is a great way of doing it. And, you know, it it was really, uh, you know, it was fun doing it. You know, you, your first day, you're a little bit apprehensive because there was five, six, seven cameras in here, different angles and stuff like that. But, but after the first day, I think we were comfortable in doing it. And, I think if it helps our fans and helps people understand how we think, I think it does nothing but good.
2: Hitch, uh, you did talk about it in the in the ten minutes that were on the website. Tarasenko. I mean, does he get enough play as a as a superstar, as a budding superstar? You know, give us your thoughts on him and, and how special you believe he can be.
1: Well, you know what? Uh, I was watching the movie Red Army, and. Um, There are probably eight or nine clips on there of Krutov. That's that's Vladdy. Vladdy is Krutov. The goals that Krutov scored, if you look at those goals in that movie Red Army, those are the goals that Vladdy scores. And people thought that Krutov was was one of the best wingers in the world. Well, I, I think that's where Vladdy can get to. I think he's a really, really competitive offensive player. And... His overall game is starting to round into shape where he's starting to, to learn how to play 200 feet and all that stuff. But he is such a determined offensive player. He uses other people on the ice. He's very creative off the rush. Um, but he is Krutoff. And that, I think at the end of the day, that's where he's going to be able to get to, to be that type of strong, one-on-one, determined player where he he has unbelievable patience in and around the goal area, and, and he's going to score highlight goals because of it because he's just such a strong, determined player.
0: With Ken Hitchcock, uh, head coach of the Blues, how do you think Mike Babcock will handle it up here in Toronto?
1: Well, <laughs> I think he set you guys all up because I think this he's going to do – his team is going to do a lot better than people think. He's got he's got it set up for great work ethic. He'll, his attention to detail and the way he'll get the players to focus on a system, he's going to end up coaching a team and building a team that's going to be very much sum of parts. And I, I really think that he's going to surprise people how competitive uh, he can make this team immediately just by – the way he can organize things the way he can just plow through areas to get a work ethic as part of the fabric of the team you know i i think he's he's going to do a hell of a job there because he's he's the type of guy that will not let anything slip and he won't allow the players to let anything slip so you know when you've got a team that he's that everybody's talking about you know, kind of in an underdog role, I think he's going to do a great job with it.
0: certainly hope you're right, and I think you probably are in the end. Uh, best of luck with uh training camp in the upcoming season. We always appreciate you doing this for us. Thank you, Ken.
1: All right, gang, thanks a lot.
0: Ken Hitchcock, the uh, head coach of the blues. High praise for Babcock. He's not buying. His pain is coming. Kenny Hitch. That's well, kind of. I mean, he knows Babcock. He playoffs coached for the Mets. here we come. <laughs> that was as close to a guaranteed leaf playoff oh, proclamation he was just, as you can get. Yeah,
2: he was just saying that he's tricked a lot of people because. Kind of that that last conversation we were having. Like this team isn't as, this isn't Buffalo from last year. I believe that wholeheartedly.
0: We still have to get to our Vegas giveaway question. So we'll come back and we'll do that. And Pierre Lebrun will be in studio in the 1 p.m. hour. This is Leafs Lunch on TSN 1050 and on TSN 4.